Now, there are various aspects to it. One of them is that there is a lot of this, uh, uh, you know, interference is on the part of the judiciary is due to suits uh, or lawsuits and, uh, you know, uh, uh, litigation filed, public interest litigation filed in the courts by organizations which have, uh, which have some, may have some vested interest in the way these uh, litigations are run. That's an angle from the foreign funding perspective, which I'll probably touch upon. I have touched upon in another uh, discussion, but which we won't touch upon too much in detail. What enables this kind of wide-ranging public interest litigation and uh, wide-ranging regulation and interference in specifically Hindu uh, affairs, religious affairs, is the structure of the constitution. And uh, the structure of the constitution, there are certain aspects which give freedoms to practice religion with caveats. So, I would like to, uh, you know, point your uh, attention to certain articles of the constitution. Article 19 says that, uh, you know, protection of certain rights regarding freedom of speech to assemble peacefully, to form associations or unions, to move freely throughout the territory of India and to practice any occupation, carry on any occupation, practice any profession, etc. So, there is a state that says that nothing shall affect the operation of any existing law or prevent the state from making any law insofar as such law imposes reasonable restrictions on the exercise of the right in the interests of the sovereignty and integrity of India, the security of the state, friend relations with foreign states, public order, decency or morality or in relation to contempt of court, defamation or incitement to an offence. Now, this is about regarding the freedom of speech, assembly, uh, freedom of association, right? So, you have the freedom of association, but it is subject to reasonable restrictions with respect to public order, decency, morality, right? So, that is article 19. Article 25, freedom of conscience and free profession, practice and propagation of religion and that as soon as you say that the, the Indian state guarantees freedom of conscience and free profession practice and propagation religion, it immediately says that it is subject to public order, morality and health. So, uh, and there is a specific article 25.2b which says that nothing in this article shall affect the operation of any existing law or prevent the state from making any law providing for social welfare and reform. Right? or throwing open of Hindu religious institutions of a public character to all classes and sections of Hindus. So, it is on the basis of these clauses which says that you have the freedom to practice your religion, but there are certain reasonable safeguards. One of the reasonable safeguards is that it should not, uh, it should not infringe upon public order, morality and health. It should not infringe upon people's freedom to freedom of conscience and their fundamental rights. And it should provide for social welfare and reform only for Hindu religious institutions. Social welfare and reform is restricted only to Hindu religious institutions, mainly because at the time that the constitution assembly was convened, the idea was there were certain protections that were to be offered to people. Right? There were certain practices such as restricting access of people to uh, the temple, which were of a public character. Again, it specifically states that if the temple is of a public character, right, I can restrict, suppose I have uh, 
I have a a small private mandir. I have a, suppose I'm rich enough. I have a big enough house. I have a small private mandir in my house. I can restrict access to who needs to come in, who he doesn't need to come in. I can say that if you have, you know, uh, for example, I can say that you know, mutts, for example, do not restrict uh, entry of people in shorts. I don't want to have you in shorts. There is a dress code to my temple. I don't want you to, you know, uh, come to my temple drunk. It's, it's a restriction that I place on my temple, right? Or if I'm a particularly nasty person, I'll say that people of this caste should not come into my temple, right? There is nothing in the law to prevent me from being nasty in my private property, right? It just makes me a bad person. It doesn't make me make my action illegal. Then 26, freedom to affair, to freedom to manage religious affairs, again subject to public order, morality and health. Every religious denomination on any section thereof shall have the right to manage its own affairs. I